Hello, this is Willie Woods, your financial nut. Why the financial nut? Because I like to do things a little bit different. Crazy, you know, kind of, or maybe even nutty. But first off, I would like to take care of a little business. I would like to inform you that this information is for entertainment purposes only. This information, if used, is at your own risk and your own expense. I cannot be held and will not be held accountable for any good and bad decisions that you make in reference to this podcast. Thank you. You have a great day. Hello, this is Willie Woods, the Financial Nut, and I'm coming to you today um, with a question, I guess, that I've been pondering and thinking about on and on and on, and it finally got to the point where it just kind of hit me because I was trying to put this question in words that, you know, meant a lot to me or that I could understand when I finally realized that, you know, this question has already been asked. The question goes a little something like this. Am I my brother's keeper? And I know what you're saying. No, you're not responsible for your brother. You're not responsible for everything that he does, but you are in a way responsible for your brother. I mean, if you're not, you should be. Now, saying that, I don't mean that it's your responsibility to make sure he does the things that he's supposed to do and get the things that he wants and stuff like that. I'm just telling you that as somebody's brother, you kind of look out for them. If you're doing well and you can help them do well, you teach them or show them what you're doing so they can do well. You know, you're not selfish and say, oh, it's mine, I got mine, you get yours. No. As somebody's brother, if you got yours and you know how to get yours and they're willing to listen, you can teach them what you have learned so that they could get theirs and both of y'all could have it together. You know, it's nothing like one person having and the other person having not. It caused strain between the relationship and that's not really needed. But anyway, that was my question that I was pondering. Am I my brother's keeper? And I got to thinking about it And I started wondering, what have I done to prove that I am my brother's keeper? And, you know, I said, oh, well, I make the podcast and that teaches some people, you know, a little bit about investing. Um, I also said that, well, you know, for those who will hear me, I will sit there and talk their ear off about investing, you know. As a matter of fact, because I think investing is one of the greatest games ever created, I think everybody should be playing in it. 
because you understand that if you're not playing in it, you're getting played by it. So if you're going to be in it anyway, you might as well be in it and plan it to win. So the question is, am I my brother's keeper? And I come to the conclusion that that's basically just asking me, what am I doing to help my brother if he wants what I have to get what I have? Am I teaching him what I have learned? Am I showing him the things that have been shown to me? Am I offering him the opportunities that I've been offered? What am I doing for my brother? You know, I understand that I could fish and I could give him the fish and he could eat for a day, but I could teach him to fish and he could eat for a lifetime. Am I teaching my brother to fish? And the answer to that question also involves, well, do your brother want to learn how to fish? Is your brother a fisherman? Do your brother want to fish in the same waters that you do? But if he does, am I impressing upon him enough to make him bring out in me the best training that I could give him? And if I'm falling short, then the answer is no. If I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, then the answer is yes. Now, I'm more than willing to try to teach um, people anything I learn about investing. Because like I said, I think investing is the best game ever created. And the way I, the reason I say it's a game is because like in any game you can win or you can lose and like in any game the goal is to win and like in any game the more practice you have the better off you play so it's a controllable game you can control how you win or lose in investing. And I'm not just talking about stocks. I'm talking about housing. I'm talking about um, food. I'm talking about e-commerce, selling things. I'm talking about all that stuff. It's all basically the same game. It's just done with different pieces on the table. Houses are done with houses. Cars are done with cars. Food is done with food. Stocks are done with stocks. Um, Money's done with money. You know, it's all basically the same. So, when I ask myself, am I my brother's keeper? I'm asking myself, am I allowing everybody around me who I consider to be my brother the opportunity to know what I know? And if I'm not, I'm falling short. And that's what I'm saying to you. If you're not, you're falling short. If you're not teaching your children about money, finance, investing, you're falling short. 
if your ch- children aren't teaching their little friends and little kids about it, they're falling short. Now, I know that's a heavy load to lay on anybody, but that's the world we live in. You know, it used to be that you couldn't invest. It used to be that they used to have all these big brokerages with this big old thing of paperwork that you had to do, which I call the gatekeeper because most people start doing the paperwork and they give up. If they got through the gate, they had these big old um, commissions, you know, $39 each way. That's $78 before you even made your first investment. So you're down $78 before you really even start. And if you make a lot of investments, that's $78 a lot of times. And then all of a sudden came these other brokerages. They were a little smaller and stuff. The Scott Trades, the E-Trades, all those. And they brought the price down to about $7 or $8 a share. The big ones came down with them because they knew that if they didn't come down, they were going to lose a lot of their um, clientele. So they came down. And people, more people got in and started to investing. And, uh, you know, but it was still a commission. Still 7 to $10 each way. So, you know, $14.20 versus $78 or whatever. But it opened the door to more investors. And then came along Robinhood and um, Stash and Weeble and People and... You, um, eToro and all these other different um, trading companies or investment companies and they made their paperwork pretty easy and they made their commissions zero so now you don't have no reason to not invest other than you're scared and if you're scared then maybe you should call the police no I'm just kidding um, if you're scared People are scared of stuff they don't understand. That just means you just don't understand it. So find somebody who can show you or teach you so you can understand. There are many great videos and um, podcasts and all kind of stuff that will show you and tell you about investing. Investing is not like it used to be where it was just for the rich. You know why? Because you are rich. You just don't know it. And you just haven't taken the steps to claim your riches. So what I'm saying is you are your brother's keeper. And as your brother's keepers, each one teach one. It's that simple. I'm not telling you to teach the world. I'm telling you to teach one. If you teach one of your children, if you teach one other person, just teach somebody allow them to know and allow them to be happy with you and allow them to experience the 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 excitement of getting their first dividend or making their first investment or whatever and learn and continue to learn and after you learn teach and continue to teach because you are your brother's keeper. This is Willie Woods, the financial nut, and I'm out of here.